0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Pop Tournaments Podcast. <laughs> Summer's over now. It's July 5th, episode 55. I'm sorry, Jenny. Back to school time. Uh-huh.
1: No, no. <laughs> Put away your white
0: pants. <gasps> <laughs> I wish I would have known we could have worn white pants. Um, like I said, it's July 5th episode 55 hope everybody is doing well we are coming to you from rick rubin's tennis court because he ain't using it um what a great place to record um we've got ryan barrett what's happening everybody and jennifer schmidt
2: hi friend
0: i am jake so happy to have everybody back with us uh we're having if, if we sound a little different a little bit of audio issue but we get through that we can get through it um it's another warm one here in minnesota how's the weather out there no i'm just kidding um ryan what's been going on are you staying cool
1: (laughs) no but um it's uh everything's been going great lovely fantastic um we i we saw two amazing movies yesterday well, no, I take it back. We saw yeah. one. We saw one amazing movie and one half amazing movie. Um, we, uh, <laughs> we went out to the movie theater. Our our a list memberships to AMC were reactivated.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh,
2: cool. just
1: because it it they they let us keep it on pause up until mm-hmm. July one, and then it was like, cool. Well, now they're just being reactivated. So, um. <laughs> So, we are now paying $23 a month to see unlimited movies in the theater, more or less.
2: There's so many options.
1: No. Nice. So, we, we wanted to hold off longer, but mm-hmm. uh, our, our hand was forced. So, we went to see a new yeah. movie that I had zero idea what it was about uh, called Zola. I
2: have seen. Me mm-hmm. asked for that, and I don't know what it's about at all. And I'm it's excited to hear you talk about it fucking
1: incredible! It's maybe the best movie, uh, I've seen this year. Hey, uh,
2: awesome!
1: It it kind of reminded me a little bit in like uh, how it made me feel not quite as crazy, but it kind of reminded me of Uncut Gems a little bit, where it was just okay. like, oh, like from beginning to end, mm-hmm. just like, uh. You know, tense, um, mm-hmm. but it really, really good. um you know, uh, great peek into uh a world that most people are not familiar with, including myself um and I'm not gonna say much about it because it sounds like I'm guessing a lot of people don't know much about it, so i'll leave I'll leave it kind of unsullied for for the listeners as well as the co-hosts but um you know it's it's mm-hmm. female directed it's based on a, a woman's story and it's primarily on
2: twitter right on twitter right. yeah
1: and mm-hmm. um and yeah it's the the two lead actresses are both incredible in it um so yeah i'll, I'll leave it at that it, it's a great great movie thrill ride but um, really well made, really fun. Highly recommend it. Um, and then mm-hmm. later last night, we came home because we wanted to be with uh, our dog during the, mm-hmm. you know, fireworks times. During K nine eleven.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wow,
1: I like that. That's the first time I heard. I
0: stole. I stole that. No, it's not my joke. It's not. I, my I joke. feel a good. One now.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you're you're quick and smart, but not that quick and smart. <laughs> um, yeah, we um watched the new Steven Soderbergh movie, um, No Sudden Move, um, mm. which I think is on Netflix. Um, it's streaming now. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's starring. That sounds right. It's starring Benicio del Toro and Don Cheadle and like a whole host of other people um kieran culkin um john ham um noah jupe um, no, I
2: think like it's, a good
1: after. yeah um david harbour after those first three names
0: i was i was really expecting you to say another name with a weird pronunciation of a c yeah and- you had had you had, um, you had, Benicio, yeah. you had yeah. Cheadle, and you had Culkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, but um, so. it was one of those movies to me that, like, the first half was just like, oh, my God, two movies in one day that are just incredible, <laughs> perfect movies. And then kind of, I have this problem a lot with Soderbergh. I feel like especially, like, the last half of his career where he kind of, like, sets up these amazing premises and then doesn't quite pay them off um i -hmm. kind of felt like that with this that being said i would still totally recommend it um it's it's kind of a you know heisty movie i would say if you Mm -hmm. like you know Mm -hmm. oceans 11 and that kind of stuff you this is not that kind of like Mm -hmm. hollywood type thing but it has Mm -hmm. similar um you know, tones. Is it
2: more like Logan Lucky? In, I, I, in
1: the- I, I would say yes. I, I've only, I haven't mm-hmm. seen the whole thing of Logan Lucky, but I would, it's definitely more of like a low-key story. Um, and I know it's about, but it but it's like a mafia story sort of too, or like a mob okay,
2: story. Okay, not, not as much of a comedy.
1: Yeah, comedy. no, not a comedy. Gotcha. Um, okay. And, but it's, yeah, it's about kind of these like um, different mob factions and this sort of heist that they're trying to trying to pull Um, but yeah really well made good definitely worth a watch cool cool
0: Cool. Uh, definitely going to have to check out uh, I'm looking for some uh, new movies kind of running low on my TV shows and getting through my other rewatches so uh, thank you for that Uh, Jen have you you had a good weekend has it been a good week we're so happy to have you back again
2: yes it's Great to be back in our great state of Minnesota. Um, so got back late, late, late Wednesday night. Uh, so I have not really sat down and watched TV yet. We've been a bit busy kind of getting back settled in. Um, started listening to a new audiobook When It's not new. It's been out for a couple years, um, but new to me. Um, listening to Jessica Simpson's autobiography or memoir. Um, memoir and I had heard really good things about it which I was like huh Jessica Simpson not someone who would, I would necessarily think was a great memoir but I was like my son you know loves Britney Spears and 90s pop music and so mm-hmm. while we were driving from Colorado to Minnesota I was like oh this is something that we might both be interested in um I do not recommend this book for eight-year-olds overall gotcha <laughs> <laughs> it gets really intense very quickly mm-hmm. um so let's lot see of John having some interesting discussions <laughs> so and he definitely wants to keep listening to it but it's like oh man this is for adults yeah. um, uh. <laughs> and then there we go we have some frank
0: discussions
2: <laughs> about substance cool. abuse and stuff like that yeah so but anyways it's really good i can't wait to get back to it um i highly recommend it if you are looking for you know, a uh, like really interesting and well-written um, celebrity memoir. Jessica Simpson's book, oh. so far, is great. We're about four. Oh, we just finished the fourth chapter, Um, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, available in vintage book yeah. version also?
2: Av- available in real books, yeah, <laughs> with paper and pages turning and all that. Um, just checking. Also available very easily from your library for free, if you have a library.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, it's already in the no, library no, i've huh?
2: been in the library for like two years now i'm just
0: really behind <clears> on. okay yeah ah cool so yeah it's and it's to... it's ice cream monday it right it
2: is it is
0: so is there a trip planned yeah. later to the, yep. where are we going later um, today
2: right, there's this one in
0: hastings
2: that i think we're going
0: to oh you're place. coming down my neck with the woods yeah
2: exactly i figured it'd be a nice day for a drive
0: so. Nice. Oh, it's part, yeah, and hopefully a little cooler in Hastings, you know, getting closer to the river yeah. and
2: whatnot. Yeah. Do, do you
0: know the name of the place?
2: I can remember it pretty quickly. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, while while I'm you, like, you remember it, Ryan, have you, had,
1: <laughs> have you had ice cream Schoolhouse lately?
2: Scoop. Schoolhouse Scoop. That's where wow. we're going today.
0: Cool.
1: Um, cool. I don't think I have had any... Um, Notable ice cream experiences over the last week.
0: Right on. Sorry yeah. to de- de- depending depending on what the line is like, I might uh, surprise uh, the old lady with uh, with a blizzard. Maybe Hi. we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah it's it's been a it's been a fun week. We have continued to catch up. Um, we are now through seven. Of the Fast Saga movies, <laughs> oh, wow.
2: awesome.
0: yeah, and we're doing them in—I think I mentioned last week—in the in the order that uh, the story takes place, not the order they were released. There is one one key movie that needs to be moved oh. um, from from the 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 way it was released. So, um, very excited to uh, looks like you know maybe sometime this week or or this weekend we will be getting back into the theater and very very excited for that um we made it through the fourth of july weekend um you know same as ryan you know dogs mm-hmm. they freaked out we gave them a little of the CBD oil mm-hmm. and then of course our smallest dog who is the absolute food monger stole the dosage from another <laughs> dog right out of his <laughs> mouth so so she had double the dose. <laughs> she was real calm. I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, but you know, made it through the weekend, and uh, as a lot of people do, there was a little bit of grilling going on, and so I thought, let's let's start up the old hot dog brat hamburger debate. I myself, I'm not a bratsman. I understand why people like brats. They're just too intense for me. I'm a hot dog guy. I like a good cheeseburger. Uh, Ryan, what do you think? How do you, how do you cook it? What's
1: school us? If you I, I, I love everything grilled. I I mean, I actually love boiled brats and hot dogs too. Um, there's something mm-hmm. about that uh-huh. snap, you know, and they get like juicy. Yeah. Um, so I like mm-hmm. that as well. Um, Generally, though, I would say if I'm at, like, a a party or whatever, family function, where they're doing a cookout and they're grilling, I will take a burger. I mean, I'll take a a hot dog or a brat over a burger, um, and Mm. when it comes down to hot dog v. brat, I'll definitely go brat, Um, Mm. and either or, in either situation, I like it you know, loaded, um, with a brat, I'll go sauerkraut, onions, mustard, maybe relish too with a hot dog. Wow.
0: Kraut and relish.
1: Yeah. With a hot dog, I'll go mustard, relish, onions, um, no ketchup. Um, (laughs) but I'm not, I, I don't like, you know, look down on people who put ketchup on hot dogs. Um, I just am, I, I think they, I, I like the taste better without ketchup.
0: <laughs> right on, right on. Jen, um, if uh, I'm at you feel one a way or another?
2: And all three are options. I'm going to have one of each. <laughs> like, mm. I Right on. I like all of them bring it on. I like, you know, it's great when more than once they cook. Cause then I can have both like, yeah, I, I love them all um generally like in a restaurant I'd go burger over the mm-hmm. others if I'm at like a sports game I'd go hot dog over the mm-hmm. others but but I think we're like we're grilling brats tonight um yeah so I like brat I like the brats have like more like flavor options mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like we're having uh, some like Apple wood smoke broth or something like that. Yeah. Um broths have more cheese inside them often. And I can mm-hmm. support cheese anytime. <laughs> um, if cheese is a topping option for a hot dog, I'm really excited.
1: So... <laughs> All right. So <laughs> chili I'll dogs. chili cheese dogs are a nice audible too. It's a fun like third option that kind of like creates a whole nother yeah, yeah, because it's always like burger.
0: You know, if you yeah, yeah, burger on that. Basically, yeah. Much like uh, Ryan, like you said about boiling stuff. So even though I'm not a big fan of brats, I do I do mm-hmm. love to cook them. Kaylee loves brats, and so my method I will uh, chop up onions and garlic, and then um, put that like I'll, I'll I'll saute it, and then I'll boil that alongside the brats um maybe, maybe a little bit of a, a light beer in there you know again boiling it um maybe maybe even like some beef broth a, l- a little bit of beef broth in there but the yeah heavy on the garlic and onions when I'm boiling it and then I finish them off on the grill because I'm just I don't I overdo everything uh real quick uh, so I'm gonna list off some common burger toppings you know burger you know when you're out at a barbecue and you guys just tell me yes or no uh on on these toppings it, it, cheese or no cheese whichever way you prefer it but uh lettuce we, we put lettuce on the burger
1: yes
2: usually
0: uh tomato yes, yes. onions absolutely yes pickles the the sliced pickles for sure no 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 pickles from ryan i'll have ryan good old i I think that you know that's Mm -hmm. okay and are you guys mayonnaise mayonnaise on a burger yes Yes. i like mayonnaise Yeah, weird (laughs) mayonnaise doesn't belong on anything um, yeah, I'm. I'm clearly not an American citizen. <laughs> I will also sometimes do peanut butter on
2: a burger.
0: Oh, oh yeah, no, peanut butter that's bacon a baller move. Yeah, yeah, peanut butter bacon, uh, and that's that's a weird. So Kaylee, she'll mix the mayo and the peanut butter together oh, on wow. the burger. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to. Maybe maybe we'll do a live burger tournament. Who knows? <laughs> uh, speaking of tournaments, though, uh, we had one. We have a champion from our we cartoons. Do. Congratulations Yay. to the Animaniacs! I think very deserving. Um, mm-hmm. And it really got t- tough there at the end mm-hmm. uh, as we narrowed it down. It was it was some tough decisions for everybody. Um, great cartoons all around. So good job, Pop Tarts thank you for choosing a champion once again but that means well, like
2: today the smartest of all of these probably like the yeah. Animedia. definitely very like educational and quick-witted and i and pop culture savvy i feel like it represents the pop tarts very
0: well yep yeah yeah and uh, and i did like But what Jay was saying uh, about the actual storytelling in DuckTales, I was one of those weird kids that I hated individual episodes. I wanted a story that continued from episode to episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe it was because, you know, I grew up with my mom watching soap operas. And so I got into Mm -hmm. like, oh man, the story always Mm -hmm. continues, all right. Um, But yeah, again, two deserving finalists, a great tournament all around. Um, So thanks to everybody, but that means that today we have a new tournament starting. Uh, we're in the Wayback Machine. We're in the DeLorean going back to 1996 and um, talking about our favorite albums. Uh, not necessarily the best album because best is subjective. This is, we're just talking about what was popular and what people really liked. And, and, so and I, some of these are some of I've, the, the I've, best.
1: I've been thinking about it a lot. I think the best way to yeah. describe it is. These are the albums that are turning 25 this year. We put them out. We we picked 32 that we thought were deserving or 40 or whatever that we thought were deserving. Now everybody can vote (laughs) on what they thought, what they think their favorites are. Yeah, We don't have to say favorite or best or whatever. We can just say- Oh no, no, yeah. These albums from 1996. These are 25 year old (laughs) albums. (laughs)
0: it's it's like a box in the grocery store that just says this is cereal (laughs) these are albums and they are albums Mm -hmm. and they are um i can't find really one on here that i hate there is no i mean you know i'm pretty i think all three of us are pretty wide open in our musical tastes and there's nothing that i'm just like oh my god that's so disgusting so um, i think it's gonna be a fun one
1: other than Metallica, <laughs> which is the first first entry of the tournament. So
0: yeah. Our first matchup here, we have um Aaliyah, one in a million, uh, up against uh Ryan's favorite album, Metallica. <laughs> Load. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um uh, interesting matchup here. Uh as uh, somebody already pointed out, um on the on the Facebook page today, so uh, this Aaliyah album also kind of exposed us to Timberland and uh, 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 Missy Elliott, and uh, there was there, there was a bunch of other people you know either guesting or helping produce on this album. Uh, really fun one. Metallica was interesting. Read <laughs> so last last tournament we talked about how Darkwing Duck was uh, action and not adventure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what are the uh, thing uh, things I read? about this album uh, in an article was that they considered this um Metallica going heavy and getting away from thrash <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like all right sure <laughs> this is the old action <laughs> totally, action and not adventure see? all over again. Totally <laughs> it is it is but um yeah I think it's a good Metallica album it's not their best but I think Aaliyah uh, wins this one outright um I'm guessing that both of you uh, agree so uh do either of you have anything to add uh, on top of these albums ryan um yeah
1: so anything one quick note on the alia album um to me this was kind of a Mm -hmm. bridge album for her like it was it's not the album that really like broke her as a huge superstar that was her next album you know with like try Mm -hmm. again and I don't remember the one with the baby, the baby sound.
0: Are you that somebody?
1: Yes. Are you that somebody? Those were like the huge Aaliyah bangers that like she became like a superstar. This was kind of like that bridge Mm -hmm. in between her first album and that where like she started, she got away from R. Kelly and started Mm -hmm. with Timbaland and Missy and like got this new crew and It was. Yeah. Um, it, I wasn't like super into it. I mean, I, I don't, I know the hits from it. Um, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I wouldn't say this is like one of my favorite albums in the tournament, but I will say that, uh, Metallica load is my least favorite album in the tournament. And I, I've never heard it (laughs) other than like the, the lead single, but, um, I just remember, you know, I I like the the singles from the Black album and I like Mm -hmm. some of the, you know, the more quote unquote like pure Metallica sound from the 80s, you know. Um, Yep. I'm not a fan of heavy metal music for the most part, but like I remember even like this came out, I think when I was in, oh, so yeah, it was like between freshman and sophomore year. And I remember people being like, Mm -hmm even like Metallica fans being really disappointed by this album even you know teenagers, yeah yeah you well know, oh, this album kind of sucks which you know yeah. teenagers usually aren't like harsh critics um so yeah. that now, to me, Je- Jen
0: I I know I know Jen you probably had your black Metallica yeah. shirt oh, really? the black nails painted
1: lightening up your ass no but uh,
0: yeah <laughs>
1: or whatever. Um, off, Ride the lightning. I'm, I'm totally mixing know up everything you
0: guys are talking about.
2: <laughs>
0: Ryan is all over the place. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're all good. Any, anything to add here, Jed No. Um, I, uh,
2: you know, I'm not a music person, so I
0: know, but
2: <laughs> I don't know. I know I like these were when I was in high school, and I should have been and listening to most of these albums but i was like i don't think i owned any of these albums as i'm like looking through the list like none of them and i was okay like, what, what came out of, what did i buy in 1996 the original cast
0: album of rent came out nice. in 1996 <laughs> <laughs> we probably we probably should have included that one you know so here's a golden opportunity to um to i think two two albums that we kind of left off um, the waiting to exhale soundtrack yeah. was close, but we, night we night wanted night. to go with yep. and we wanted to go with no soundtracks. Mm-hmm. And um, another big one uh, from the same year or from 96 was uh, Alice in Chains unplugged performance mm-hmm. at uh, at MTV. And again, yeah. that wasn't new material yeah. that was just a, a, a live album. So, um, but oh, you know what, rent. rent. That's, and that's I a was good still point.
2: listening to Alanis Morissette's album because that came out in nineteen ninety-five.
0: So and we we missed that twenty-fifth anniversary tour last oh, year because of the damn pandemic.
2: Um, uh.
0: But um, yeah.
2: yeah. So yeah. That's, I was Brian, and that was a little pill at rent. Um, so I know a lot of these songs because I would hear them like in the car and stuff. So so I
0: definitely have some of these songs I like but most of these I'm just going to be nodding and agreeing with you I, I think you know since you mentioned earlier that your son is so into 90s pop yes. uh, on a future episode when we get to Spice by Spice Girls yeah we'll just have him on yes, to talk
2: I do and I do <laughs> own that album now I do have Spice by Spice Girls but I bought it at a garage sale like five years ago
0: yeah okay okay uh ryan you were right this is exactly right with the uh this being kind of a bridge album uh this was definitely an album where she broke out a little more uh got a little more layers uh to her music and also um it was a very divisive album for metallica a lot of people did did not like it a lot of hardcore fans so um in our next matchup and here's where on a technicality now we we actually snuck a 97 album in here so maybe we should have went with rent instead of <laughs> jamiroquois <laughs> traveling without moving because it did not come out in the united states no. until january of 97 it was released in literally every other country in 1996
1: but so jamiroquois you, you could go across the border you could go across the border
2: i went across the border yesterday <laughs> literally
0: <laughs> uh,
2: I was just Wisconsin,
0: but <laughs> you you also drove into Canada in 1996 oh, to get jammaois traveling <laughs> uh, traveling. excuse me there's two l's in there so we have to make sure we're saying travelling mm-hmm. not traveling no. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh, up against uh 112 and their self-titled album 112. Uh, we're starting to get into bad boy records here now um, with 112, and a lot of people will remember them uh, in the background of the "I'll Be Missing You" um, song uh,
1: they, cover they from the, from, the angels. Uh, from
0: Puff Daddy. Yes, <laughs> Jen, you don't even know that song. It's, it's oh, it's just, <laughs> the, uh, I would maybe
1: recognize it.
2: You,
1: you definitely would. It, <laughs> every breath you take, the the, the Oh, yeah. You know, it was like the Notorious yeah. B.I.G. funeral song. Oh, okay. that, yeah. You know. yeah.
0: After Tupac murdered him. <laughs>
1: yeah, We'll talk about that later.
0: Uh, Ryan, I have, I, I'm i going to let you um, talk about this matchup here. I think you, you probably uh, are the most expert um, between but, the three of us here. So I yeah. don't want to embarrass myself and I, I won't force Jen to <laughs> <laughs>
1: try to talk about it. At this time, I listened to a lot of R um, and B and hip hop. That mm-hmm. that was primarily what I listened to. So I had mm-hmm. one twelve album. I bought like all of the Bad Boy releases. I was a huge. I would wear like Yankees gear, <laughs> and I was very into like East Coast stuff. Um, but I. Um, The song Only You by 112 with Notorious Big was such a banger. Like, that song is so good, it's still great now. Um, and that was kind of like the gem of this album. I don't really know, Mm -hmm. you know, it had like one other hit on it. Um, I haven't listened to this album, you know, since then. So I don't really know. Mm -hmm. It's hard to judge it as an album. It definitely wasn't like, you know, there are some other like R&B albums from that time period that I remember being like great albums. This isn't one of them. It's more just like that single was so good. Um, And it was definitely that, you know, part of that kind of, I guess, phase two of the puffy sound, you know? but um jamiroquai i I can kind of say the same thing about jamiroquai i guess i i i especially at that time he was kind of like a one-hit wonder here you know he Mm -hmm. had that one song that was huge virtual insanity i i don't think most people really heard from him again um Mm -hmm. now since then you know i've heard a handful of other songs on like pandora and spotify playlists and stuff like that but i pretty much just know the the one song um he seems cool though i mean it's it's a cool sound it's definitely unlike um unlike a lot of other artists so yeah Uh,
0: and i think we can we can blame him for now he's i think he's cool but we can blame him for idiots walking around in giant hats
1: definitely Definitely a that, look event. That, that. <laughs> that was his claim to fame with big, big fuzzy hands. <laughs>
0: Uh He he was the Pharrell of the '90s. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend
2: really into Damaris in high school. That's all I really remember about Damaris. But one of my friends, my friend, right. is
0: a really big Damaris fan. I bet she'll be voting hard in this <laughs> matchup. Absolutely over uh uh next play in game or play in matchup uh we got apex twin uh the richard d james album uh up against drew hill again self-titled drew hill um i started i, I listened to a little bit of that uh, again this weekend um definitely definitely enjoy that album and the uh the smooth smooth sounds uh as you know I do also enjoy the Aphex Twin album, but it sounds more like a robot with allergies. That's <laughs> that's how I would describe Aphex Twin, <laughs> is robot allergies. Um, but still fun. I, I mean, definitely started getting me into electronic music. Um, Jen, do you like electronic music? Do you like to dance? Um, that's no? a different question.
1: Yeah, um, those are very ah. different. <laughs>
0: Do you like to dance to electronic music? No. <laughs> do
1: you like Hard House? And do you like to dance at weddings?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I haven't heard well, of either of these albums. I think I've heard of Drew Hill, but I'm not positive. Um,
1: do you, do you but... know Cisco and the Thong song? Yes. This yes. was his original group.
2: Oh, OK. Pre-
1: he, went, he went solo.
2: That lives in Minnesota now. Somewhere I think he does. Yeah, Master P.
1: I think Cisco. Master does. P lives in Minnesota. Maybe.
2: Oh wow, Maybe. Well, I, Master I, do, P, lives do they get P together? P in
1: my neighborhood. <laughs> Master P lives nice. in the neighborhood. Cool. Oh,
0: wow. uh Who are you liking in this matchup, Ryan?
1: Oh boy, this is gonna. This is a tough one to call, honestly. um mm-hmm. I think that just. I think Aphex Twin is much better than Drew Hill and like I, I personally would much rather listen to Aphex Twin now than Drew Hill. Um, I think I, I revisited the hits from the Drew Hill album, which I owned and I was I I think that they are fine. Um, they're pretty right. Um, And the, I listened to the whole Aphex Twin album and I'm like that's fucking amazing. Like, I, I actually really like, and I haven't listened to a ton of Apex Twin, but it's, um, it's just such a cool, weird sound. It's very like tactile. Mm-hmm. Like the, it, it sounds like you can visualize things in your head a- as the music, mm-hmm. like, oh, this sounds like a rubber ball, like bouncing off of a spring. You know what I mean? It's like, just very tactile is the best word I can use to describe his music. Um,
0: it's the it, sound, it's the sound of like those windows seven graphics.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's weird. Sorry. It's like, I think calling it ambient music would be a disservice to it, but calling it like well, techno definitely, music would definitely be a disservice to it, you know, because it's not really dance music. It's not really danceable, but it's, it's listening music but it's really fast like really fast it's like just... <laughs> but it's but it's not but it's i don't know it, it's it's weird but it's 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 art it's definitely art
0: how about this it's more it's more of a score Yes, uh, you know, like it really feels, and he and he, he does a lot of that type of work. You know, he, I, I, know I, he's, think, he's I
1: think I think that's a great way to him. put it. It's ambient in the sense yeah. that it's more like a score than it is like mm-hmm. a pop song.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, cool. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Our last uh, play in matchup, uh, kind of opposite sides of the spectrum. We got the Wallflowers uh, bringing down the horse uh, up against Lil Kim Hardcore. Uh, two amazing debut albums here uh wallflowers for those who don't know uh fronted by jacob dylan Mm -hmm. bob dylan's son uh so uh that was that was kind of the big thing around it Mm -hmm. and it was a a good album produced a a bunch of hits but um lil kim i mean there is there's so much music we wouldn't have nowadays Mm -hmm. without without her you know it's um Yeah, and I remember, I remember uh, freshman year when that Lil' Kim album came out and just how much everybody, you know, again, that high school thing, everybody was talking about it.
1: Um, Ryan, what do you think? Um, This is a tough one for me. I think you make a great point about her kind of being the progenitor of like so much of today's female hip hop. Um, Mm She is definitely like... Mm -hmm a trailblazer um i remember like when she first came on the scene in like the junior mafia album and Mm -hmm. everybody was just kind of like whoa shit what's this and um then the album dropped and um you know it had a couple of really good singles on it i i loved the album i was very you know being a teenage boy I definitely loved the cover art um Mm -hmm. and um you know I was very much into her from that angle um but I yeah I I mean I thought it was a really good album again another Puff Daddy um production Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and um the what was the other one Oh, uh, wallflowers. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought that those the hits were definitely. I, I don't know if I've ever listened to the whole album, but the hits definitely were lasting. Like, I think they hold up now. Um, they mm-hmm. sound like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, they're basically classic rock songs now. You know, um, mm-hmm. being twenty five years old, I think that in another ten years, like, that's that's classic rock music. You know, um. So yeah. I mean in another
0: five years.
1: Another five years it's gonna another be another five
0: years. Jacob Dylan gonna be modern classic will be Chicago. doing a bunch of cocaine. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: and then in another 15 years he'll he'll do a religious album.
1: So I remember one headlight. What was the what was their big debut single? Do you remember?
0: Uh there was three Marlena's. It was and Marlenas. um Yeah. Uh the- uh, Fifth Avenue freeze out or yeah. 10th Avenue, 10th Avenue where, where Bob used to go buy pot. Yeah. 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 Something Five like no that.
1: that, that, that song was really great too. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be tough.
1: Very, I, it, it, and I,
0: I, I, like, go ahead.
1: Brings me back to cities. 97. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. does. I,
2: like listen to the Wallflowers album. Like, Knew them like looking through. It, I was like, oh yeah, I really liked the Wallflowers, um, and and those songs and One Headlight, of course. And I feel like if you put that song, like One Headlight, on a mix now, like everyone already to be like, oh yeah, good song. But yeah. also, there's a, been a million bands like the Wallflowers. There's continued to be a million bands like the Wallflowers, yeah. and they're like Little Kim. There's no the one that was like Little Kim. Yeah before her and so many artists that we have now that I think are amazing wouldn't be here if not for Lil' Kim. So at the time, yeah. I definitely liked the Wallflowers the best, but but I think Lil' Kim is much more important mm. to retrospect. where we are now. Whereas, yeah, like, yeah, like the Wallflowers, it sounds like a bunch of other bands that I like listening to. That's my you- type of music. But,
0: <laughs> You make a really good point there. They're almost like just a really, really awesome bar band. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're really, really good. But um, yeah, like you said, they just the that Little Kim album was just so raw and sexual, but also mm-hmm. so feminist. Like
2: mm-hmm. at the
0: same time, it was yeah. Like again, great point, uh, Jen. There there hasn't been or there wasn't anybody like her at the time. So. Um, we're going to run through the four that we kind of considered the, the biggest albums of the year, you know? So these, these are the four that the play in winners will be met. Uh,
1: and this facing was
0: against. This was tough. This was tough. Cause uh, again, big, big year, but uh, we'll start out with the Fugees, the score, mm-hmm. um, huge album uh, produced so many the, the Fugees themselves, you know, went on to have solo careers and whatnot. Ryan, Is this one of your favorites?
1: No, Um, and (laughs) this this definitely like, I mean, it was a massive hit. I never owned the album, which is saying a lot because I owned like every big hip hop album that came out. I loved their first single. I bought the single for it. And then Mm -hmm. um, I think their second single was um, Killing Me Softly. Which I was like mm-hmm. not as big of a fan of. And then I just never really I mean, I thought they were fine. Um, I liked it. Um, but um it just I I, I thought I was never a huge fan. I I like what mm. they are now. Like looking back at it, I'm like, yeah, Fuji's fucking rock. Like I'm I think this deserves to be like have a top spot in this for sure. Especially, mm-hmm. you know the fact that Wyclef and Lauren Hill went on from this to like have these massive solo careers and whatever like um you know
0: don't forget pros
1: and, and Praz <laughs> he was actually my favorite he was actually my favorite like he had, he had that cool like baritone voice and like a really cool uh flow but um the um yeah, this album also did a lot to like bring hip hop to the mainstream. You know, um, this was one of the first rap albums that like a lot of suburban kids bought. You know, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know it's definitely a super important influential album, and I regard it as such. Did I love it at the time? No. You know, I think it's good. I think it's a really good. Yeah. Album, you know? Jen, did you dance to Killing Me Softly?
2: I mean, I always liked the original version better. Me too. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that was the thing that always got me.
2: Yeah, so so I didn't love it, but I liked some of the other songs from this album. The other, like, it's... um, Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, I didn't own it or get super excited about it. But I feel like it was just, like, around so much in... 1996. And I was fine with it. It's played yeah. on Magic FM, which was the radio station that the kids from my <laughs> high school listened to in Colorado. <laughs> in Colorado. They got a play gotcha. on of there. <laughs> nice, nice. I,
0: cool. I just want to say yeah,
1: quick, it's going to be. I, I, oh, I, yeah. I just want to say quick. The name of the song, I I couldn't think of it in my head at the time. I just kept thinking "Ooh la la," and I'm like, that's not it. It's "Fuji La." Was the first. first single that dropped from that album and that was like i love that song that song is still like bangs i think that's their best song from the album but okay that's it
0: i wish i fujied now when i fujied i was older i don't know that's isn't that how it goes totally something like that uh our next uh, uh top seed we got uh rage against the machine evil empire and this is one of my favorites in this tournament um such such a huge album uh and it, it starts out with just two absolute banger songs uh people of the sun and bulls on parade i mean it just it hits you uh like a bolt of lightning um unlike metallica's load which was very man <laughs> not a bolt of lightning um lightning up your ass yeah and i <laughs> <laughs> i i think i've mentioned before on this podcast that i uh had an opportunity in 96 to go see uh rage against the machine oh, yeah. touring this album at the right wilkins and pass it up because i was scared <laughs> that's uh, right oh. yep classic uh, Godboy. God boy move. yep no oh, <laughs> uh our our Jen, are you familiar with uh, Rage Against the Machine? Um,
2: yeah, somewhat. I don't like listening to their music. I feel like I'm just like, ah, stop yelling, please.
0: Um, it's too political I have for to Things to say. <laughs> Jen's like, just stop talking politics and play the hits. <laughs> no, I love the politics. Like that's what I know about them,
2: and I love that. Um, I remember they did a concert when um, I think the Republican. The rnc like the any- convention was in minneapolis <laughs> yep. and so they did a free co- outdoor concert at harriet island i think yeah and so i love that um my husband has seen rage against the machine i think in concerts but i wouldn't like recognize any of their songs but i think it's awesome that they're still really political um and and Relevant, no. people like who like their music but are like mm-hmm. ah, why are you all about politics and they're like we always have been, always
0: <laughs> have been. Always yeah have been. it is it things. is yeah. it is funny to see uh guitarist tom morello call people out and be like uh i'm literally a political science uh major mm-hmm. or he has a degree in so ryan uh were you was this too not hip hop or did this kind of cross genres enough for you
1: it didn't at the time at the like time. i i wasn't to me this was like you know too hard um mm-hmm. i i didn't to me this was like rock music which didn't right. rarely like cross <laughs> into my world um but i it wasn't it a couple of years later it did like i remember um you know w- when i started to kind of evolve a little bit musically hearing you know um mm-hmm. Hearing Rage Against the Machine again, and you know, at, th- at that same time, kind of getting more interested in like politics and stuff. And um, mm-hmm. my friend Brett, who uh, I believe both of you know, um, mm-hmm. so, uh shared with me their their self titled album, the one with the Buddhist on fire or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep that um that album i really got into um mm-hmm. but it's um yeah so at the time this album didn't do a ton for me but um again this was their big like crossover into mainstream success and um yep definitely was an album that i feel like everybody had kind of um but yeah a lot of people wore it out, yeah. You know.
0: um, yeah, it was it was a big one. It was a big one, especially for. The, and Jen, I, I like that you brought up that you know there are a lot of fans out there that don't understand exactly what the music is about. It, it was this one was a popular one for disgruntled uh, suburban <laughs> white boys. Um, <laughs> so, it was
2: a political uh, but awakening yeah.
0: for a lot of disgruntled suburban white boys exactly and so it did it did a lot of good um two more to uh touch on uh we have uh outcasts at aliens which uh, I fun thing looking up it was released the same day as alia's one in a million yeah. they came out on the exact same day but uh ryan i i looked like you uh, this might be one of your
1: favorites this is one of my favorites on the um I mean definitely my favorite of the day um this yeah. on the docket I, like, wore this album out and <laughs> it still holds up to this day the song elevators is one of my favorite hip-hop songs of all time um i think you know andre's last verse in that song is one of the great hip-hop verses of all time but this whole album was just like incredible Um, this was their big like breakout to me Um, you know their first album southern playalistic cadillac music was like really great Um, you know it was like southern hip-hop but this was the one where it like they kind of became like weird you know they they kind of got in touch with like their their weird side a little bit i guess um themselves yeah yeah um and so yeah i mean this album wasn't like packed with huge hits like their next albums were um but Mm -hmm. this was definitely one of the best if not the best Mm -hmm. album of the year in my opinion um and it was definitely one that every like hip hop kid owned, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I I will ride for OutKast forever. Like <laughs> everything they do is amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. Th- this album is just incredible. And I'm kind of hoping that this, you know, that there's so many great hip hop albums in this year. Tournament. In yeah. this tournament, um, this one might be the the best, I think. Um, okay. Jay Z's Reasonable Doubt. I know we're going to be talking about soon. That one, mm-hmm. I initially thought like that should be a number one seed. the The more I thought about it, I I don't know if that al- album from beginning to end is, you know, stone cold classic. I think there's so many great songs on it, but there's some weak tracks on it too this is Mm -hmm. just like beginning to end every song is amazing so yeah
0: no this might jen this might be one for you and you and john to listen to and
2: yeah yeah
0: get 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 a a good party going and
1: um,
2: (laughs) yeah this is one i'm looking forward to listening to um this is before outcast was on my radar but mm -hmm. i like like a lot of their other stuff um so i'm like oh yeah i'll have to listen to this i bet john will like this one so we'll definitely listen to this. I will say, after our like One Hit Wonders tournament, John sings a lot of like sings for non-bonds like <laughs> <the time> randomly. <laughs> so, so this will be good for him to, uh, yeah. So he knows a little bit of the other albums besides just the Rent album because he can sing several of the songs from Rent. But I'll try to broaden his horizons as well, and I think he'll really like some Aaliyah, and I think he'll really like some Outcasts. So, yeah i'll definitely be listening to this before
0: it's up on the regular oh, uh, <laughs> and apex other me. other similarities apex. oh and Aphex. <laughs> 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 um but other other similarities with that alia really so for both of them this was their second album their mm-hmm. second studio album and in both situations right and you kind of touched on this it was it was an expansion for both, you know, they, they both uh, added new levels to their repertoire and, and really it, it was more of a, you know, personal finding themselves personally and, and being able to uh, put that into their, into their talent. So nice mirror situation there. Uh, our last one we'll talk about uh, real quick, uh, Beck's Ooh. classic, Odile, uh, so many hits from that song. Again, I, you, you got devil's haircut right away right off the top um fun fun album the one thing i will say so i i got i've seen beck live twice and one of those times um was with i don't know if we were standing right next to each other at the time but mr ryan barrett at Bonnaroo, Yeah. and it it bothered me so much uh, they were on the main stage and they probably had a good Fifty thousand people in front of them, but the video monitors instead showed Muppet versions of the entire band for the whole concert. Oh my god! But that's the thing. So if if you weren't close enough, uh, cool in theory. But if yeah, you you never got to see if you were there to see them. You know, so it weird. But yeah, this album is just a just a. (laughs) Um, We'll have to have a Muppet. Remake album of this album, maybe. But uh, yeah, uh, you also have Where It's At. Everybody liked that one. That was a you know, big one, right? Were you a fan of this album?
1: I was. And interestingly enough, like I was saying with um, Rage Against the Machine, not a lot of like rock albums or non hip hop and RB albums crossed into my, you know, world. Mm-hmm. I bought this CD. And it was where it's at that like I was like, yes, this is like hip hop. You know what I mean? It was enough hip-hop to like mm-hmm. suck me in. Um and it um, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a great album. It definitely it kind of put the Dust Brothers into the zeitgeist. Um and- okay. Um. The yeah, this was. I mean, Beck was a hit machine for a while. You know. Um. Mm-hmm. I I think he did better work after this, personally. Um. I like Vultures uh, uh-huh. best out of all of his albums. But um. Uh-huh. But yeah, this album is definitely one of. I mean, I feel like people worshipped this album. Like, this was one of the. They did. Great albums of the nineties, according to Spin Magazine and Rolling Stone and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> all that. It's like was up there with Nevermind and you know whatever else. Spice Girls. Jen Steve Steve kinda
0: has a devil's haircut. Yeah, he does. He looks a little he, he got a little got a little beck going on. 96 beck. <laughs>
2: we'll I'm just start gonna, gonna start calling him
0: 90. I, I, that actually, I, I'm guessing that he'll he'll enjoy that. He'll take that as a compliment.
2: Totally. <laughs> yeah, I even knew this album and I liked it, so I didn't know yeah. it, but I recognize these songs and it's a good album. And I'm like, oh yeah, I should listen to that again. So, I think he'll to more
0: it's definitely one worth revisiting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun tournament. It's gonna be a very interesting tournament. Uh, excited to see how things shake out. Um, I know we got to run. Any final words?
1: Nope.
0: Nothing. All right. Well, for everybody out there in the pop tournaments universe, please keep on voting and keep on popping. Pop pop. bye friends this has been a Puff Daddy production